0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Mental Wellness Mondays. Mental Wellness Mondays is a podcast by two Brooke Twimbos that focuses on your mental wellness. Our goal is to make you feel better, think better, be better overall. And of course, as usual, we're joined by Dr. Nurai, everyone's favorite uh, mental health expert, everyone's favorite therapist uh, representing Wired Love and Thrive. Thank you for being with us again, Dr. Nurai.
1: Hi, Danny. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you once again for uh, bringing our esteemed guest today. Her name is Tendai Anapiri. She is a marriage mentor and relationship coach. Now, Dr. Nara, I see what you did there.
1: Yes. Getting you ready. I'm getting you, you ready.
0: <laughs> because I, 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 I recently got engaged to be married, you see.
1: Wow.
0: You see, so... So I'm I'm now I'm now ready to hear the wisdom that you're going to be sharing with us. Not only that, she is a lecturer with the Institute of Marriage and uh, Family Affairs in the United States of America. She has uh, certificates in counseling, including grief counseling, as well as studying uh, mental health and addiction that you're you're currently doing. So thank you very much for sh- for joining us. Uh, we, I look forward to hearing some of your insights. Uh, could I ask from the beginning why do you have a particular interest in marriage? <laughs>
2: Uh, um uh, Thank you, Doctor. Sorry, Herai. by the way, do
0: you mind if I do, do? You mind if I call you Tendai? Not at all. Not I, at all. I don't I mind. Tendai formal? is fine. Okay.
2: Don't in, right. and don't worry at all. Tendai is. What about Tendai, do? fine.
0: Tendai? Tendai, is That'll that okay? A no, one. okay. That's new
2: Then,
0: <laughs> <laughs> then
2: I'll know that it's Danny who's calling me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Tendai. Yes, please do tell me uh, um your particular interest in marriage. Go ahead. In
2: marriage. All right. Th- th- thank you very much, uh, Dr. Nyarai, for inviting me to this to, the, to this podcast. Thank you, Danny. Um, why marriage? I think it happened um, by default. <laughs> um, I, I did theology with Harare Theological College, and mm-hmm. among the modules that I studied uh, was counseling. So our lecturer, um, he really you know, recommended that we advance uh, with Harare Christian Cain Counseling Center. So I did uh, the counseling up to intermediate level, intermediate and the intermediate level uh, modules included marriage, um, HIV and AIDS and grief counseling among others. But when we're doing the marriage um, um, module, I realized, you know, a lot of marriages are perishing for lack of knowledge. You know, we get a driver's license to drive a car If you drive without a license, the police will get you. Uh, You get a license to whatever profession. I mean, HR practitioner, I had to study in that field so that I'm relevant Mm -hmm. for whatever field we have to study. But unfortunately, we don't have schools for marriage. And somehow, like in the Shona culture, you find that uh, the system whereby we had maybe our elders would counsel us before we get married or whereby the marriage officers would have premarital counseling, it seems those systems are falling away. And most marriages are perishing for lack of knowledge. So after I did my, my, my counselling with her Christian Care Counselling Centre, I wanted to I wanted an organisation, an international, an internationally recognised organisation. And I met Timfa. That's the Institute for Marriage and Family Affairs. So they, they specialize in that. They specialize in marriage and relationships. So this is why I I, I got into into this into this yeah. And it's now my passion.
0: Are you are you married yourself? If you don't mind me asking? Yes, I am married. Yes, I'm married, ah, Danny. Okay. All right. <laughs> I thought this was one of those situations where you know you know, have you ever come across a fitness counselor who's a little bit on the chubby side? Yeah. You know, telling you like no
1: <laughs> It doesn't like, mm, mean that you're participating in that. Yeah. Sometimes I don't <laughs> trust you.
0: <laughs> no, like I, a I've skinny been... chef. You know, you see a chef and he's skinny, you're like <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, that's excellent and this is great timing for me because as I'd already mentioned, I'm preparing for marriage. So, do you All normally right. focus on premarital counseling or do you counsel couples after they're married?
2: Couples in anything anything to do with my, with couples like actually now I'm uh, I'm actually I'm really interested in adolescence and premarital counseling. We want oh. them to learn from our mistakes. They shouldn't make mm-hmm. the same mistakes that we made, that we made. No. And it's one of our philosophies you know, and vision that if we train and prepare one young adult for marriage, we build a building block not to restoring the dignity and sanctity of marriage. So mm. any, any, but my, my main focus is at least the adolescents and the premarital, so that at least they learn before they get into marriage. And then I also do marriage counseling.
0: Well, I'm I'm young. I'm an adolescent. <laughs> and it's premarital so and it's
2: pre- so, <laughs> so, so you are one of my students <laughs> yeah, no, so, so yeah. maybe
0: we can yeah sorry go ahead dr nyari
1: i wanted to say maybe you could we could do like a you know a a counseling session for you and you pre you know premarital is that what you're going to say too
0: that's that's what i was about to say okay i was going to start off by saying i wanted to get a, a general overview so uh in your experience um, you've probably dealt with a lot of couples. And like you're saying, yes. you've seen a lot of marriages falling apart. What are you, yes. what are, what are you seeing are the main contributors mm. to whether marriage is starting off badly or um, falling apart pretty early into the marriage? What are some of the big things that are really standing out to you as this is something that every marriage should look out for? Yeah,
2: the big one for me, it's, um, I'm sorry. The big one for me, it's personalities, personality differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about other cultures, but you find in Africa we we don't really talk about um, personality differences. Um, you know, we have some some personalities that are bossy and controlling. We have introverts and extroverts, and unfortunately, an introvert doesn't marry an introvert. Neither does an extrovert marry an extrovert. <laughs> Somehow, we we, we 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 learn we marry our opposite. <laughs> And um, especially when you have the the controlling bossy, um, they they do have their strengths, but they also have their weaknesses. And it's those weaknesses where we find our conflicting differences. I'll take, for instance, um, yes, there was a study that was done, you know, by hypocrites long ago. And, you know, yes, it has been revised over and over again. But maybe I could take, um, I could give you an example of um, maybe a choleric and tell you um, um the, the, their strengths like a choleric, they're an extrovert, right? They, mm-hmm. they go getters. They're very ambitious. You know, they're very confident. You see, but they, are they, quite a lot of um, strengths that they have. But among mm-hmm. their strengths, they also have weaknesses. And one of the weaknesses is that they are very aggressive, right? They're very bossy. They're very controlling. They're workaholic. And then say they marry. I'll give for instance. Uh, say they marry somebody with uh, with a, 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 a phlegmatic, for instance. And once they, they they marry a phlegmatic, they have their strengths in that they they are relaxed, they are contented. Imagine they are contented. A, a, a choleric is ambitious. And aggressive, so I hope you're seeing where the problems are coming already. The 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 phlegmatic has insecurity issues, whereas the choleric is confident. So because of those differences, and because we don't know about them, this is why we have problems in marriages. So uh, like when I'm counselling, our first point of call is getting information, like your historical background, because your historical background also. Has some problems as well. Mom and dad university. How how did you grow up? <laughs> you find that somebody grew up with mom and dad, and somebody maybe grew up from a single parent and seeing mom hustling, you know, for school fees for everything. So what, a wife to them is somebody who should hustle. A wife to them is somebody who should be providing because this is how. They saw Mum no this is how Mom groomed them, but meanwhile, maybe the the wife maybe came from a family where Mom was a housewife, and to her being a wife is being a housewife so our our historical background also plays a very important role, Mum and dad university how how did maybe the wife or the husband how were they brought up? then we have um expectations unfulfilled expectations unfortunately marriage you make a lot of assumptions i'm getting married but you don't tell your spouse danny did you tell your spouse what your expectations are
0: or we i need someone to wash my socks <laughs> um, did you i tell need
2: Oh, you're telling me now <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could, if you could, I can give you her number And then you can just You uh, can <laughs> No, by the way, I'm joking Of course not.
2: It's not just
0: socks I expect washing of it No, I'm joking, I'm joking. This, this, it's, this reminds me So by the way, just before you continue It reminds me of a meme that I saw
2: uh,
0: Which says there are two types of people in the world The yeah. one that says it's already ten PM, and the one that says it's only ten PM. Yeah. And the problem is, <laughs> the problem is they marry each other.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is exactly what's happening, Danny. In in marriage, not only in marriage, but relationships as well. Because mm-hmm. you find that our personalities uh, affect even the way we parent our own children. And mm-hmm. our children have personalities of their own, so all relationships you find that personalities, personality differences, is the greatest point of conflict in marriage and also even in in relationships. So I was talking mm-hmm. of like the the the, the 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 root cause of problem of of marriage problems. Number three, um, are unfulfilled expectations we all have different expectations but we make assumptions we don't talk about them we say uh you know you're supposed to you know you you supposed to at least it's normal isn't it normal that you know a wife should be at home meanwhile maybe your your wife wants to be a career woman but you didn't talk you d- you didn't share that information and maybe even uh, say you um you are both Working and um, maybe you, maybe one is in one city and you're in another city or even country. You didn't even talk about you where will you live maybe after marriage. <laughs> they had the other spouse yes, saying no I won't I, I, I won't live until I find you know a, uh, maybe a job. In that country, and then the other one is saying, "No, she's a wife. She's supposed to join me." So I, I'm just giving examples of expectations that the assumptions that we make, and we don't communicate those expectations with our with, with our spouses.
0: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Just uh, I'd like to assure you all that you know I'm a I'm a, I'm a communicator.
1: Wow, fantastic! Yeah. That's great.
0: So yeah, so I've I've sent all of these messages. <laughs> To, oh, okay. a, to a number that doesn't exist to be sent later to her. No, I'm joking. No, we've had these conversations. We've definitely had these conversations. Um, is there is it I you're discussing how people with different personalities will marry each other. And I think for for the for the most part, all of us have some level of different personalities, right? But sometimes there's a lot of similarity and sometimes there's a lot of difference. So yeah. do you think that it's important for couples to find someone who has a lot in common with them, or does it not matter too much?
2: No, it, it, it really doesn't matter. What matters is knowing. When you know, mm-hmm. when you know the strengths of the other partner and you know their weaknesses, then at least you know your potential areas of, 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 of conflict and mm. the moment you know, you'll be able to deal with that conflict, so you, you we can't talk of incompatibility, especially when you know each other's strengths and each other's weaknesses
0: mm. Yeah. 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 okay.: mm. All right, let's uh: <laughs> Let's do this.: let's, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um, if you don't mind, um, I'd be, be happy to have some kind of live counseling session. How do you normally start? Where do you like to start digging and building? Um,
2: oh, all right. Is, 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 are you asking, like, how would I start, start, like, a counseling session?
0: Yes, please, please, please counsel me.
2: counseling. Yes. <laughs> okay, Danny. So what I do first, I give you an intake gathering form. No mm-hmm. matter how good I am at counseling, if I don't know your history, I'll counsel a miss. So I'll give you an inter-gathering form whereby I learn um, that family background that I was talking about. And um, um, uh, yeah, exactly. And then from there, I give you the personality test, right? So you do this before you come for the counseling session. You do the personality test and then your your, your fiance also does the counseling test. And then when you come now for the counseling session, you let me know what you want. Uh, At least I need to get to know you Better, we build a relationship, right? And then thereafter, I will explain what your personalities mean. Because you usually have a dominant strength and a dominant weakness. And sometimes you have a, a, a secondary dominant, um, dominant strength and weakness. So I explain that. And then I give you an assignment. Um, these are your strengths. These are your spouse's strengths. Your potential areas of weakness, please go and work on your potential areas of weakness and let me know. Uh, and then we, we start from there. And then the next time, uh, the next session will be on understanding marriage. What is mm. marriage? What does marriage mean to you, Danny? And then you give me five things. And then I go to your, uh, to your, to your fiancé, what does marriage mean to you? She gives me five things. You read out to her what marriage means to her. Because although you've discussed and talked about it, Danny, chances are maybe you're not listening. <laughs> so when
0: you, mm, I'm I, a very good listener. So, so, Danny, mm.
1: so Danny, can you give us like five? I mean, um, off the top of your your head, you know, what does marriage mean to you? What is, you know, as you're prepping for your for your wedding, what is what 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 does marriage mean to you?
0: Okay, <clears throat> I think number one, and this is this is not in order of importance. Yeah, but, all right. Uh, number one, support. Mm.
1: Um,
0: for me, that has always been the probably one of the most attractive things about marriage. That I have someone who's wholeheartedly supporting me, and I have someone who I am wholeheartedly supporting. Okay.
1: okay.
0: So whatever okay. you're trying to achieve, whatever you're planning to do, whatever goals you have you now have someone in your corner who's trying to help you reach them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I, I think is a, a rare thing. Like even your friends, like sometimes they support you, but it's never hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like they also have their own yes. things going on. So they'll support yeah. you in Bichana and then they'll do their own thing. <laughs> even family, Bichana, Bichana, yeah. but everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. But I All think right. like in marriage, ah, we are hundred percent in each other's corner. And that's one of the most attractive things to me. All right. Um, two, trust.
2: Mm. All right
0: you know uh as uh, as uh, someone in a somewhat public space not very but a little bit public space mm. uh i've spent a lot of time thinking about how i appear in front of people um you know you need to make sure the brand is okay or that you're dressed well or you don't say the wrong thing <laughs> but with my partner i can just i i i have the trust that i'm not yes. going to be judged or uh, or you know like looked down looked down upon at me all of that <laughs> so so yes. I, I guess just I don't know if trust is the right word Or, or rather That's not I've, Maybe that's not the right word Maybe the right word there is Is vulnerability,
2: safety or Vulnerability 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 yeah. Yes Yes
0: um, The third thing Is um, I mean You know I, I don't know how to mention it But like You know The corny romantic stuff Is oh, nice yeah. is nice You know <laughs> Je love love You know yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yes. you know, that's true. Yes.
0: Then, uh, then, so we, uh, have four,
2: we have four so far, Danny. Support, trust, vulnerability, and and intimacy. Is it? Yes.
0: Okay. I was going to mention intimacy as a as a separate one. You see, physical right. intimacy as well. You know, I mean, all right. You know, as 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 a man of God myself, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I. I I'm I'm reserving certain things for the marriage bed. You see.
2: All right, all right. So,
0: you see. <laughs> so those are five things. I don't know why you're laughing at me, Doctor. You're right.
1: I'm no, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm um, very happy to hear those. And 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 the way you answer them, it feels like you've put some thought to it. You know, I think sometimes with people we go through things and really haven't kind of um, examined our feelings and thoughts. And it seems as if you've kind of had the, this conversation before, or you've you've pondered these things. And these are the things that va- you value. They probably are more, but the five you came up with it didn't take you long to do that.
2: I, I'm impressed. Yeah,
0: I love that. I got plenty more. I didn't even mention laundry, cooking. You know, no. Maybe <laughs> I need I could to stop ask making you, this joke.
2: M- 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 maybe I could ask you a, a question, Danny, because you've mm-hmm. mentioned cooking and laundry. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, Genesis, Genesis chapter two, verse eighteen. Sorry, uh, um, when God gave Eve to Adam as a suitable helpmate, was there laundry to be done? <laughs>
0: <gasps> weren't they weren't weren't they naked?
2: <laughs> so there
0: was no known
2: <laughs> so, so, so okay and uh was there any cooking to be done?
0: I suppose not.
2: No. Okay. And uh were there kids to be raised? Not yet. A house to be cleaned.
0: I mean I hope there was some cleaning going on, at least of some kind. <laughs>
2: No, I I I I I I just I just wanted to ask you what does help make mean? Yeah.
1: Mm, like as in, in the Shona culture,
2: you find that it means assistant. Assistant yes. somehow. That's how we've interpreted it. It's sort of like assistant when we say mubatsiri. It means uh, maybe your, your wife is your assistant. I, I, I would like to believe in most cultures, even most religions. This is how a woman mm-hmm. is treated. A wife is treated as an assistant. Uh, but when you look at um, the, the word helpmate in Hebrew, it's eza. Eza. And um, when you look at the meaning of eza, it means rescuer, protector, savior, and warrior. Mm. so she's more than somebody who's supposed to do laundry for you mm. Somebody is supposed to rescue you so this will help even uh, when you come to women that are empowered these days, you find this is one of the problems that we're facing women empowerment, uh, men don't know how to live with a woman who is empowered and vice versa women that are empowered don't know how to live with a man who is not empowered Because we're using the word assistant and we have defined husband as provider. So you find this is why we have problems in marriage. But when we go back to the original meaning of help met, you rescue him. It means even financially, you can rescue him wherever he needs help. You protect him. And if the man understands that, then you won't have an ego when, when he's not a breadwinner. Because sometimes there are women that want their husband to be involved, but the husband doesn't want. He believes maybe because he has defined husband as provider. When he's no longer a provider, he feels as if he's no longer a husband. But it's because we've interpreted the word help met wrongly. This is why I asked mm. you if there was any laundry and children and everything to be
0: done. No, no, no. Personally, Nini, I mean, if, if someone is not washing my socks, I mean, come on. <laughs> come why, on. Why, would, why would I be getting... No, I'm joking. I'm joking, babe, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm just joking.
2: Um,
0: so continuing on with the counseling. So you had said that after having these questions of trying to define marriage and so on, um, mm-hmm. you did mention something about backgrounds and how people were raised. Um, mm-hmm. what are some of the, the the different backgrounds and the problems that they cause that you have noticed or that you have seen? Um, okay. And how can we like overcome the problems that they might cause?
2: Yeah. Okay. But back to personalities, uh, I, I talked about the strengths and weaknesses. So when you look at the dominant strength and weakness, it will tell a story. There's some combinations that automatically tell you that there's some childhood garbage that this person is carrying it could be maybe the father was absent uh, when they were growing up, so when they are marrying, they're not looking for a husband, <laughs> but they're looking for a father. And uh, sometimes, some were abused. Uh, it could be, it could be, yeah, it could be um, abuse, or you know, uh, the, the, that's one of the backgrounds. Usually it's either maybe a father was absent in the in in the family, and then also maybe mom and dad, although they were there together, but the marriage you know, there were, there were problems in that marriage. Maybe they were always fighting, maybe in front of the kids. You find that uh, this also actually even comes up even when people are married. It also affects uh, the children. So that's those are just some of the few um, family backgrounds that affect. It also, even when parents are living up apart, say mom is living in another country and dad is living in another country, you find even when the spouse is married, uh, one might not see you know, the, the, why they should be living together, you know, because they're used to seeing that from f- from their parents. So those are just some of the few um, uh, backgrounds. There could be more, but it could be emotional emotional damage and also the way um, maybe when, uh, maybe it could be the father or the mother, any one of the parents who was absent, it affects the children as well, yeah. Tendai,
1: can yeah. I ask, you know, with the absent father, do you what's the difference between... Um, A girl missing, you know, not having her father and then um, a boy or a man who didn't have his father. And then how does that impact the relationship?
2: Okay. Okay. Um, As I alluded to earlier on, you find that when for the guy, say for the guy, um, if the father was missing, you know, for boys, it's all about identity. They Mm -hmm. want to be identified with somebody. So you find most of them are very bitter and they're very aggressive. And because they've seen mom uh, you know, uh, you know fending for them, mom paying their school fees, for some, for some you find that they will expect their wives to to behave in the same manner as their mom. Worst behaving. Mm-hmm. These are some of the situations that they, that that I face. You know, when you say mm, mm, we need school fees for a child, see, but my mom was paying my school fees, and when you talk about socks, Danny, you say, but my mom was paying all that. Why can't you do it? Mm-hmm. So you find, yeah. um, <laughs> so it's and uh, it's so unfortunate that sometimes they marry somebody who comes from a background where. Mom and dad was always there. Mom and dad were always there. And maybe mom was a housewife and dad was a provider. So this woman she's expecting her husband to be a provider and the husband is expecting the wife to behave as mom mom was a hustler mom was a provider mm. why can't you provide like mom usually Brilliant. those are some of the problems that the men face unless if they may, if they are intentional about being a good father i do get some like that who are really intentional that i want to be like daddy i want to be there for my children I want to be there. But um, for some, they have a bit a little bit of, of bitterness. For the girls, for the girls, they'll be looking for a father sometimes. <laughs> mm. They'll be looking for a dad because dad was missing in their lives. For some, they will actually be looking for a dad. But some they're contented with whatever they went through and they are willing to go through life. But you have a percentage that are still bitter that dad was missing.
1: So how long, how many sessions do people have for pre-marital counselling? And then how far in advance of your marriage do you, you know, this, should somebody come for counselling?
2: For counselling. Usually yeah. I advise like two months before because, uh, because you know, as we get towards the wedding, people will be very busy, you know, uh, with, with the wedding preps. But I have five sessions uh, usually. Yeah. um with, with with my with my with my counsellors and the first ones include the personalities as 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 I've already shared. And then the second one it's um um so personalities and understanding marriage. Usually I take a full session on personalities because it's it's the foundation. It's a building block to everything else. And then we do understanding marriage. So we I get the couple's perception on on, mm. on, on marriage and then uh, base that, bounce that against what God says um, about marriage. And then the next will be communication, as Danny said, uh, uh, related to earlier on. And then I have three sessions on conflict, conflict management and conflict resolution. And then we talk about money. And then we also talk about intimacy, uh, uh, Danny. And when we talk about intimacy, there's, intimacy, there's a difference between sex and intimacy. Yeah. There's a difference between the two. And we talk about the four areas of intimacy that are very important for you to enjoy the sex Danny. If the four are important, are not there, you find that it'd be very difficult, especially for the woman to be engaged. So we, we, we talk about intimacy in great detail. And then we also talk about sex in great detail. Then we talk about boundaries. You know, we need we talk about healthy boundaries and boundaries that build, boundaries that, um, that are rigid and that are not so healthy, and then we also talk about um about um parenting parenting that works and then we talk about uh, how we you know our personalities and how we resolve conflicts you know we have some that uh, that avoid conflicts we have that um we have some that um that that use the collaboration method but um yeah it, it, the, 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 the that's what we we cover in the in the session
0: Okay, all right. Okay, okay. so uh, let me let me touch on some of the ones that you mentioned. So you mentioned communication earlier on. Yes. Do you have any tips and tools to help um, a, a couple, um, perhaps early in marriage or later on in marriage, or whatever the case is, for them to really improve on their communication? It's not for me. I mean, look, my, my nickname yes. is Blackberry because I'm a communicator. <laughs> But like for others.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, um, I would like to appeal like to all cultures and all religions and say, you know, communication is where it all begins. Communication is where it all begins. So you find that um, couples keep a lot of secrets. Mm. Some yeah. You you, maybe I could ask you, Danny, or maybe maybe Dr. Nyarai some of the secrets that couples keep from each other
1: money, um,
0: money money. Money issues. I can't think of any, I can't think of any. I
2: can't (laughs) think of a single one, (laughs) children outside marriage. Yes, some secrets. Mm. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I can't think of a single one. Maybe maybe a surprise present that I'm bringing home. That's yeah, the kind yeah, of secret yeah. that I know. That's a secret <laughs> no, 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 Okay, Danny,
2: you don't keep any secrets, but it possibly just generally, so that at least we help our audience. Oh, okay, which for other secrets, people, right? okay. Yes, for other sure. people.
0: <laughs> see, other people maybe they keep. See, I think I think a, a common one that I have come across or that I have seen is um. <sighs> Um, whether it's past trauma or past, um, mm-hmm. you know, very, I think trauma is the right word, very traumatic experiences mm-hmm. that they've had, that they are really hoping to move past. They're hoping it won't affect them, but it, it just does. Mm-hmm. And here they are trying to build a relationship mm-hmm. and the partner can't understand just why you react or act or be, or uh, feel a certain way about a certain thing. And it's because, mm-hmm. you know, because of this uh, trauma that you're still living through that you refuse, you don't want to share it with your partner. And I mean, it's understandable. Maybe your partner is your safe space or maybe your partner is a source of joy and all of that. So yeah. you don't want to mix it up with uh, with any uh, anything negative. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's one thing. Another thing. I'm not even going to mention things to do with cheating and so on, because in my opinion, okay. I mean, <laughs> right. that's already, that's already m- lots of things that need to be dealt with that are not just communication. That's yeah. a lot of other yeah. things. Yeah. Um, but I think money is a big one.
2: Yeah, I know a big husbands.
0: One. Yeah. I know, I know of a husband who, um, he set a pretty high standard for his wife okay. and then things got tough. And now he he lies to try and keep that standard going. He's borrowing money. He's struggling. He's, you know, a- and, yeah. you know, my thought process is maybe if you were to just communicate that, hey, things are tight right exactly, now. Like...
2: Exactly. And maybe the wife knows and he, he, she's just yeah. waiting for, for him to own up.
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. So 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 you find that in, in counseling, also, uh, sorry, in, in communication, also our, our personalities uh, do play a role. Our orientation, our background also do play a role. So um, you find that... Um, Also, uh, when it comes to personalities, uh, there are some personalities that that love fun, that are always communicating, that are always cracking jokes. And then you have some that are moody. So you find that if you are married to that type of a a, a a spouse it will be very difficult if you are the one who is jovial and you want to communicate and then there's this one who is always moody and um always holding grudges so uh, the best thing will be to know your weaknesses in in, in communication what are your weaknesses and usually uh, lack of communication in marriage is not it's not a root cause the root cause it, it it's 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 actually a symptom, so when mm. there is lack of communication in a marriage, you need to dig deeper why is there lack of communication? what is causing this one not to communicate what is causing this one to maybe to 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 practice silent treatment? Why are they doing this so sometimes you just ah, she doesn't want to talk to to me and Maybe you want to deal with that as a problem. It's not a problem. It's a symptom. You need to dig deeper. Why? What is the root cause of this?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, You also mentioned intimacy. Okay. You already touched on that a little bit, that it's not just the sex. Um, I was thinking a little bit about um, when you spoke about conflicts and so on. Um, Yes. So... Let me tell her, I'm going to try and obfuscate the details of this story, but okay, a friend of mine got married. Um, a year later, I happened to see him and I was like, oh, how's it? You know, one year anniversary, how are things going? And him and his wife had a huge, there was one particular problem that they had a huge issue over. Okay. Um, it, it had to do with, uh, you know, external family and pressures that involved that and so on. But yes. um, he felt, and the way he spoke, he felt that... The, 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 the issue that they were facing was him versus his wife and he had to win. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I remember I was thinking that's quite sad because I mean, you would be hoping that there would be a team, right? So it would rather Mm -hmm. be him and her versus whatever problem it is. But Mm -hmm. I would imagine that's probably like a lot of conflict is that way, right? Because some person will think I'm in the right, the other person will think I'm in the right. And now you have this, um, I'm trying to win. I want to get. My way or yeah. I, I think that you don't get me, or I don't understand you. How do you help a couple that are and that have a fight? maybe it's a particular thing that they just can't get over? They both have very strong views and they just can't get over this one thing. one thinks one way, the other thinks the other way how do we, How do you overcome that me versus her mindset?
2: Okay, one thing that we have to realize is that we all are different, we are unique we all have. Legitimate needs. We all need we have legitimate needs. So when they come for counseling, it's obvious that they they've not been listening to each other. Mm. So ask the husband to say his side of the story or the spouse. You give them in equal equal time, right? Mm-hmm. And you explain to them that you want to show them a method that works whereby they will both strike a win-win situation. So you ask the husband to say his story. He says the story, and then you ask the wife to summarize it. Because they've been, just been talking, but they've not been listening to each other. So the wife yeah. will listen. While well, the husband is narrating, and then she summarizes if she doesn't get it correct, the husband <laughs> will say the story again, and then vice versa, the wife will say her side, and the husband summarizes what the wife needs, and then you ask them because it's their problem, it's not my problem as a counselor, it's their problem, they have solutions, but you just help them to elicit the solutions so. Once they've done that, you ask, okay, what, what are the real problems here? And then the husband will say, the problem is I see it is A, B, C. The wife will also say the same. The problem is I see it is A, B, C. And solutions, solutions to the husband's legitimate needs, solutions to the wife's legitimate needs, how are you going to meet them? So this is what, this is what we usually do unfortunately you find that because of culture because of orientation we always say no the wife is supposed to submit but she has legitimate needs and the husband might be saying i am the head <laughs> but the wife also has legitimate needs both of them has legitimate needs so they and they need to be addressed because we are unique and we are different, and the moment they do that, the other spouse finds solutions to the other person's legitimate needs, you find that things will be flowing
0: hmm. Hmm. okay okay that's good that's uh that's quite helpful. Uh, what other tips could you give me things that I should consider things I should think about before you know before the big day arrives?
2: <laughs> you talked about uh, um, uh about in-laws. Uh, For Mm -hmm. me, um, uh, the big thing that came there was boundaries. You need boundaries. And um, uh, boundaries that are healthy, boundaries that are not rigid, boundaries that are not porous, but boundaries that will help you to build your new home. And uh, culturally, you find that I think in most cultures, most cultures that I know, uh, the husband is the one who, the wife is the one who lives his father and mother and joins the husband. But when you look at the, um, when you learn from the author, the one who instituted marriage, the husband leaves his father and mother and joins the wife. Uh, you live psychologically, it's physical living, Danny, <laughs> because um, you are trying to start your own family and you can't start your own family within another within another family so that would be my tip for you Danny. <laughs> so that that will help you at least uh, 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 to 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 have a new start and then one one thing that i find um, uh, that's a problem especially these days, it's money uh we don't have accounting systems
0: yeah yo 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 yes. money yeah, yeah. No, yes. Do you know how much weddings are <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah 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 but yes mm-hmm.
2: and and you know how uh, the, the the percentage rate of divorces from, from from money issues you're talking of something like 85% wow on just money issues 85% yeah. of divorce cases are, are are on money um it it, it would be good you know if we, when we learn about money when we are free to talk about it and uh, when we try and budget together money can actually be a uniting factor it can mm-hmm. actually be a uniting factor So yeah, yes. When we're doing the course, and even when I'm doing the counselling, we do talk about it in great depth. We talk about the accounting systems and how best we can we we can we can work with the joint accounts and not abuse and not abuse um, the joint accounts. And also to understand um, personalities, this is the I was saying in my first lecture, I really drill on personalities because, you know, we have some personalities that are stingy by nature. <laughs> and then you have some that are, impulse, that are impulsive, you know, easy come, easy goes, and then you have some that are self-sacrificial. So, when you know, as a as a couple, that this is who I am, at least um, your your spouse can help you um, in your in in your money, uh,
0: money. Okay, I think that's those are the questions that I had. Anything else, Doctor Niyari, from your end?
1: You know, um, you know, we talked a little bit about some marriages. You know, having um, challenges in between. Um, how how would a couple know that, you know, this is fixable? Or, you know, at what point does a couple then decide this is over? Um when they're when they when they come to see you for counseling, at what point do you tell them, hmm, this is done? Or there's hope and in, in ways that they can work on their marriage?
2: Okay. Um but one thing that I, I would like to say first is that um, conflicts are inevitable.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. They're inevitable yeah. because already we're coming from different backgrounds mm-hmm. and we have different personalities. We have different orientation. We have different uh, legitimate needs. So conflicts are inevitable. However, when when at least you've gone through like the counseling sessions, you find that um, the severity their severity will will be minimized. They won't be really that deep. And then also when people come to me for counseling, it's their decision. I don't tell them divorce or do not divorce because I'm not in the marriage. They know themselves better, but at least I give them the tools and we look at the at, at the merits of each and the the pros and cons of their situation and then they make a decision but you find that when people come for marriage counseling you could be maybe the 10th or the ninth person that they're coming to and sometimes they've already made up their mind <laughs> okay. this is what usually but at least if they come maybe in the first instance or second instance you find the different the the the, the maybe the the problems actually can actually be solved but what i have found with personalities dr nyarai because it's something that we're not taught in that we're not taught in africa specifically in zimbabwe i've had couples that were separated but now are living happily ever after because they know their strengths and their weaknesses and their potential areas of weakness. Because they know and they know how to, to 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 work to work around it. So we are perishing for lack of knowledge. That's all I can say.
1: Can I ask another question, Danny? Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, please go ahead.
0: You this know, is a, there's this is the whole
1: fantasy and myth and dreams. You know about marriage and weddings, and I think sometimes we, you know, there are beautiful songs and movies about it. You know, from these dreams and and expectations of marriage, um, where do you see the disconnect between? um i don't want to say fantasy world what uh, what we <laughs> you know these dreams and you know expectations of marriage and then once people get into the marriage especially in the beginning like you know the um honeymoon period you know what are some mm-hmm. of the things that people um are challenged with
2: okay uh, m- m- mostly it's uh, expectations Mm. You, you have these expectations. Maybe you you've been seeing these movies, the the Nollywoods and the Hollywoods, <laughs> and yeah. whatever you seeing in those films, you think, wow, it's reality. So now you're trying to relate what you see in the movies and reality, and it doesn't tally. So you find that could be the problem. Expectations, we have um, high expectations. And when those expectations are not met, you find um, um, then sometimes... And also those secrets that I was talking about. You find somebody keeps secrets and then when you get married... I remember in the Shona culture, somebody would be coming to you, maybe with a suit... A three piece suit, and then you, and every time they're coming to you, they bring a different one, and you think, Wow, I'm going to live happily ever after, only to find out that maybe the suits belonged to his brother or somebody. (laughs) So it's unmet expectations, (laughs) and then also, um, just not knowing about yourself, as we're saying, that like you don't know your strengths, you don't know your weaknesses, and those form. Um, problems and then also boundaries. When we lack boundaries, uh, especially uh, myself, I, I lack boundaries. Maybe as as a wife and the husband also hasn't set boundaries as a husband. That's also causing problems. And most are entering marriage with unfinished business. Unfinished business. Maybe they were in another relationship. And they, they they felt rejected And now they want to show off that You know, after all, I can marry So you find that unfinished business Also brings problems um, um, uh, in marriages
1: yeah. Wow, thank you yeah,
0: That's just rude Yeah <laughs> How did someone do that? That's rude, imagine <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Wow, well, thank you very much for that Listen, if thank some you. of our listeners are interested In tracking you down so that they can, you can fix their husbands or wives. How can they, how can they find you? <laughs> it's not fixing. It's not fixing their husbands and
1: wives. No, <laughs> 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 no,
2: just,
0: Please, just can you panel
2: the dignity <laughs> Yeah, it's just restoring the dignity and sanctity of um uh, of marriage. Uh, mm. First and foremost, as I alluded to earlier on, we lacking. Um, uh, you know, no, we are suffering for lack of knowledge. We we have not been trained in in these things, and more so now uh, when 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 the cultural setup that we had is has fallen. Um, um so so uh, yeah, um, I'd say the adolescents, the premaritals. Please uh, get, uh, get hold of me. And then also, uh, those, uh, even those that are in marriage, even counselors as well, I've realized that uh, for most, uh, most people have not been trained to counsel marriages. So when people have problems, most of the times we cancel symptoms and we don't counsel the root. We don't address the root cause of, uh, of the problem. So these, this program is open to everyone who's willing to learn so that we learn. Yeah,
0: and mm, where, where, where do they? Yeah, where, uh-huh. where do people find you?
2: Okay, my telephone number. They can WhatsApp me or um, or, or call me on plus two six three for Zimbabwe. That's plus two six three seven seven two seven eight one two zero nine. I'll repeat that again. WhatsApp or call uh, plus two six three. 772 781 209. And then I'm also on Facebook, Tendai with a Y. <laughs> Tendai Anapiri.
0: That's Y E N D A I. You guys know how to spell the Tendai with a Y.
2: <laughs> yes, also known exactly. as Yen.
0: Di- no, it's Tendai uh-huh.
2: Tendai, Yes. So they can find, I, I use that, 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 that name on Facebook and also on Instagram.
0: All right, that's Tendai Anapiri. You can look yes. it up and you've heard the number as well. All right, yes. thank you very much for sharing this with us. You know, and you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be giving you guys updates as we get closer to the big day.
1: Yes, and thanks to uh, thanks to this um, mon- Monday um, mental wellness Monday, you're gonna be ready for your marriage. I'm
0: gonna be ready, so ready. <laughs> <laughs> as usual, thank you, Doctor Nurai of Wired to Love and Thrive. You can look up Wired to Love and Thrive on social media or Doctor Nurai herself. It's just Doctor Nurai on, I believe, on Twitter. Yes, it's Doctor Nurai. Yeah.
1: yeah and then um sage our health on facebook and
0: instagram lovely excellent and of course you know us we are two broke twimbles my name is danny that guy phil chard follow both of us if you are enjoying this content if you uh, are enjoying the podcast we appreciate you very much you're welcome Mm -hmm. to support us you can go to uh two broke forward slash donate or uh, you can just help, like, share, spread the podcast uh, among your friends. Leave a comment if you will. Uh, we appreciate you very much for tuning in. Once again, thank you very much, Sindai. Thank you, Doctor Njorai. Thank we had you. A, a fruitful discussion. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you all in our next episode of uh, Mental Wellness Mondays. Phil is uh, he, he, Phil will be back tomorrow. I mean, okay. we're recording today, but then Phil's back tomorrow. And then, yeah, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll Thank catch you, you in the much, next one. Jenny. Thank you very Thank much.
1: Thank you very Janela. much. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, you. take care. Thank you.
0: Thank excellent. All right. Thank you very much. That was excellent.